Hello, my name is Ibrahim. Welcome to the very first episode of The Morning Mystery. And today I would like to talk about myself first to know uh, for you as my listeners to know me and I will get time to know you as well. Let's get familiar with each other. My name is Ibrahim and I'm from Tanzania and I am a youth young aged on my 20s and I currently live in Norway and also I'm on exchange a student program called ActNow uh, which funded by Nurek and also Storm Stiftersen and we are at this international school called Hald International Center which is located in Mandalin Kristiansand by my time living here in Norway, now I have eight months since I started living here and I supposed to live here for 10 months. And I have experienced a lot. I have experienced a lot in my visit here in Norway and in my time that I live here in Norway. Actually, it's a beautiful country with the rock mountains and good dry humidity. It was my first time ever to experience four seasons of the year, which means it's summer, autumn, spring, and winter, exactly. It was shocked, amazing, and beautiful moment that I have experienced winter. I had um, depressed, yes, anxiety. You can feel those because I came here in August and it was spring to autumn and then when winter came it was fascinating it was unbelievable it was peculiar very nice it was white it was amazing beautiful and it was snowing it was all of the cities was white as as salt then my time goes and I have enjoyed a lot, though I didn't go skiing, which is a fun part. And I hope I will, but I don't know when. And I have, I had to do ice skating on the real ice for the first time at the lake, actually. The lake here was frozen. And it was, I was wondered and I was like mind blown for seeing the, for seeing the lake froze. And we were living under 15 minus degree. And it was amazing how people survived to live here. As I recall, one of Norwegian's uh, wise men said, uh, or, or as all Norwegian like to say, there is no bad weather, but it's bad condition. I mean, the bad, bad clothes. So it's true. And I prove that true for myself, for my own two eyes, that there is no bad weather, but it's only bad clothes. In Norway, they're very strictly about time. They're very good for, by following system. They follow system and they trust their system because their system goes pretty well. It have its weakness, but I can't say it's visible. Everything here, it's timing. And at winter, it was almost dark all the time, almost dark every time, from morning to evening. Uh, 
you can see sun yes but for those who may be at home but as you know in Norway they are like they are very busy people they are work harder people they are uh, live luxury life I can say and there are people who are very private and the people who like their privacy mostly and the people who respect the other's privacy they don't like to talk much and their means of actions and uh, there's not much hospitality as our home countries like uh, Tanzania or other countries in Africa or Asia they're not more they're not more they're not that much hospitality people and but they're warm if you get to know them and it's not easy to call somebody friend as when you meet somebody in Africa you can just meet and then shake hand and then be friend in just a matter of time but in Norway it takes time to become or to call someone friend it takes time because you need to get to know each other and to know the well and the good and the bad so you can when you accept to be a friend or if he's or her you will accept him or her as it as as he or she is so that was a good thing that i have ever experienced in norway and it's changed my life somehow i got to know different perspective and they are here they so direct they are direct actually they're direct people they they love talking things direct they don't like go uh, in the corners they're not in direct in directed people they, they are very direct when they say things they they say in the very direct way so it was hard for me at the first because um, at the first it was different and i as you know i ha i came from the warm culture and this is cold culture and the warm culture it's always um when you, i have done something wrong even my mom would never told me direct what i have done but he will he or she will find a way to tell me exactly what i've done but she will find a way for not making me mad or making me feel down a bit or feel bad so they about uh, carrying the emotion but here they tell you really direct so you going to deal with the situation so if you feel bad then deal with it and if you don't like then get over with it so which is good but as i can't say that it's much good i can say sometimes it's quite uh, not good that much other than that um i was so impressed not impressed actually i was mind blown again oh i was like i was wonder when i was so i uh, when i saw the bus system here in norway the buses goes with the time which is very rare thing to find almost uh, in the world actually in most in africa we i don't think that we i there might some countries that have their that system but most of the country of our our country like especially my country we don't have a bus system like every at every 30 minutes the bus come and go and it will be arrive in the same time as it said in the mobile application because they have the mobile application and they don't use much of cash in Norway they they use more cards they you can have you can find somebody's wallet 
you you can't find a cash money like really cash money paper money but you can find a card money you will find atm card visa card mastercard card you can find a debit card and credit card and golden credit card and then in the same purse or the same wallet you can find even 10 cards which you can mention maybe um, a work ID, um, medical ID, driving license, you can find ATM card, and you can find, um, um, you can find a library card, because almost everyone have a library card, and even there are those mostly in offices, you can't go in if you don't know the passcode or you don't have a card to scan. So it's a country which have been using technology a lot. So it's almost everything they use in Norway, it is in the system of technology. They use program, they use application to buy things, to pay, they use more technology. So internet works almost 80% in Norway. So uh, in a, out of 100%, Norway use almost 800% in their country usable network and they have different careers which works way more better and even they use these decoders, um, the, the cable TV they use, it's use internet so and they use Google, uh, I mean um, Google Chrome, yeah I think, yes Google Chrome, so they have they use Netflix and in Norway it's prohibited to use uh, to watch movies that you don't pay which is really good for financial cause I can say uh, it's create trust between the providers and the country and the country will make more it makes its things secure all in all it's education and education it was it is quite nice because I'm working at Tangen Vidogonda School, which in English is Tangen High School, located in Christiansand, Tangen 11. And in this school, it have oh, it have six floors, and it have different three types. They have pl uh, carpentry and plumbing. They have um, media and communication. They have handcraft. And this school have almost 1,500 students, if I'm, if I'm not wrong, statistically. Technically, the high school here in Norway, it's more about vocational learning. Yes, you can learn, but it's more vocational, it's different. And you don't wear uniform, and you can put a hairstyle whatever you want, you can wear whatever you want, no one will judge, they don't judge. That's a good thing. So you can live your life, but as long as you know what's your potential and what is your dream, actually, here in Norway, you will survive. Nobody will judge about your life. And it's expensive country, actually. The money worth is worth a lot. It's like $1, it's equal to eight kroner for now. And the money they use is called Norwegian Krona. Uh, and they have uh, different directs. They are Southern people and Middle and Western and Eastern. And also they have...
it's more like it's very um all it's like uh, it's the same group of people like Maasai in Africa and they have their own culture and they they have been in that culture and tradition for years because Norway was a vikings country it was the pirates country so it's it's a country which ruled by king and queen still and it have its government as you know when i say united kingdom it's a country that have been yeah there's some uh, it's a country that have been uh, with kings and queens it's a scandinavian country uh, and norway is not far from sweden uh, finland is not far from uh, Denmark, which only take three hours if you take a boat. And I have been to Denmark actually, and it's quite nice. In Norway, you don't you don't run from the police, and, and they don't mention people for their status, and they don't like that. Um, you can call anyone, even the politician, the big politician, even if it's a prime minister. They call by their name. It's not Mrs. Uh, Prime Minister or Sir or Madame. They like to call their names, and that's create diversity and mostly create equality. And as the Norway strategic, they they are going um, through equity now. I can say, as they were debating, it just I over eve drops. So let's get back to the challenges that I faced. At the first, the first challenge, and I will never forget this, it was the language. Oh my God, the language was so hard. It was so hard to speak Norwegian at the first because I speak Swahili, yes. I can understand little Arabic, I can understand Somali, kinda. I can understand Norwegian, and I can speak and understand Hindi a little bit, and also English. But when I came to Norway, I had to start Norwegian. And in Norway, not all of the people speak English. They can understand, but they have this traditional manner that they use, that they everything that they have taught their kids from the beginning, from the kindergarten, they starting by Norwegian. Yes, they have English uh, classes, but they use their own language for classes which makes them harder to speak international languages, English, which you can take English as on your personal interest. But in Norway, like Norway, it's almost 8% of Norway knows Norwegian more than English. Um, there are some people who understand English, yes, and most of them studied international. Maybe when they go to university, they had to go to London, uh, maybe United States, uh, Korea so that is where they learn English way more better and some of them yes and now you as we know youth these days us we know English because we have a lot of things we have music and we love the music that uh, speaking English a lot and so that's a little bit it's uh, a bit challenging when you're a traveler in Norway uh, to find most people talking English they know English but they are very shy people to speak with somebody they don't know they just met and and that's the, was the first uh, impression that i got here and i was thinking at the first norwegian are cold people and rude at the first i'm sorry no offense 
and I didn't mean to offend. If I offend anyone, please forgive me. But that was my first impression when I arrived here at Norway and started living. I thought that was rude because when they speak direct and when they just speak direct to me because uh, I was from a warm country. And when I say like, can I help you? Or like, well, maybe when you open the door, you, I did, I, I did mean well because I, I mean well to open the door for a woman actually, or a girl, uh, or a boy, just because I was the first at the door and I saw somebody behind me. As a gentle, politely way in Africa, we all do, we open the door and it's like, you hold it for some, for the one behind you, goes, up, uh, goes ahead of you and then you close the door. So it's act, it's, it's an act of kindness. But Nora, the first impression that I got at school, it was, why do you open the door? Do you think that I can't not open the door? Do you think I'm powerless? Do you think I'm, I don't have power? So it was like, I was like, what have I done to you? Because it's just the door. They don't want, there are people that don't want to feel helpless, and which is a good thing. And they are very feminism. And the feminist feminism here in Norway is quite high rated. And they're very independent people. Especially women here are very independent because it's very equal right. They can do whatever they can and whatever they like at any time and any moment. Which is really good for the new world that we are going to live in here. Uh, women to have their equal quality as uh, equal rights as men because they understand their rights, which is a good thing. And they understand their constitution, which they got in 1914, 1814, uh, for, for, uh, sorry for uh, mistake, but it was 1814, uh, 5th of May, May 5th, I think, uh, in May, I think, 8th of May. Yeah, I think I got it right, because it's quite large to get the Norway history. 15th of May. Yes, in 1814, when they got their, their constitution. So many people know that history. And Norwegian, they always, when they want such conversation, they will start to ask, they will start to speak. Like, how do you find Norway? Hello, hi, hi. How do you find Norway? How do you like the weather? Oh, the weather's so nice today. That's the way to start the conversation because they are a little bit shy. But as a foreigner like me, when I first year, I was like, this is weird when you ask me about weather because the weather is always there, it's sunny. And why do you ask me? Because you see. So I didn't knew that it's the act of studying conversation. And at the end I was ended up like, oh, the weather's fine. It's warm, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's quite warm, yeah. It's good, it's cold, it's snow today. Oh, it's rainy. Uh, yeah, it's rainy. And that's the end because I don't know what I'm going to speak next. But a time comes in the arrive like after facing those, those challenges, the other one was food. Oh my God, that was the best challenge that I ever faced in my life about food because I had to eat bread and bread and bread. First time I arrive here, we eat the rice, which is totally different from home. Uh, it's different rice, different taste. Food in my mouth was typical different, the different taste that I ever tasted in my life. 
But I was hungry. I was in the plane for almost eight hours to Norway and I was like really hungry and then I got dinner and it's hot meal. And here yeah, Norway it's quite good, delicious food. But to me it was like, I'm just eating to make my stomach full because I'm really hungry and I'm starving. And I ate, but in the second day in the morning, we had bread, we have hams, we have turkey ham, we have um, pork hams, we had uh, salami, we had eggs and stuff. And that's difficult because we didn't, we usually eat three hot meals. Maybe in the morning we can have some chapati, which is hot, and hot tea, and then that's a breakfast, which we get heavy breakfast. But here it was bread. And the difference between this bread, it's like there's white bread, there's brown bread, there was oatmeal bread, and there was like this bread have every uh, kind of stuff inside. It was black bread, but every kind of stuff inside. And that's the difference. They don't have anything that they can give you in the morning, which is really good. And they have a lot of original milk. That was my favorite part. Drinking a lot of milk, tina milk, that was my best. They have delicious milk fresh from the cow because Norwegian originally they are farmers so they are <clears throat> they harvest milk from cows uh, in, in the, some parts here in Norway and it, then they just produce it and it's good it's really delicious and they have light milk they have fat milk they have non-fat milk and they're really considerable about health situation about the foods and they have sugar-free sodas, sugar-free water, sparkling water. Uh, not sugar-free water, that was my mistake. Oh. Um, they have kind of different things. And which is, it's, it's, it is really nice actually. It's, it's really amazing because at the first was really difficult when I was eating bread in the morning and eating bread in the evening. Oh my God, it was awful experience that I ever ever experienced in my life. So we had breakfast in the morning, which is bread and some hams and stuff. And then we had lunch, which they call it dinner. To us, we call it lunch. At 1 a.m. And then we had hot meal, which might be some chicken and rice, which is totally different taste in my mouth and broccoli and stuff. Uh, it sounds delicious to Norwegian actually. It, uh, to me, it was like, oh my God, this is, I don't know what this is. But uh, as time goes, and then uh, we had snacks, we had a good yogurt, and it was regional yogurt, it was quite nice, and some cereals and some oatmeal, it was really good. And then in night, at supper, they call it supper, actually, and mo we don't use supper most in Tanzania, we only use breakfast, Din the lunch, dinner, or brunch, dinner, yeah. So it's like that one, because of, we don't eat four meals here in Norway. Like, Norway have four meals, and they have breakfast, they have lunch, they have dinner, they have supper. So, uh, but as you refer, it's breakfast, they eat bread, lunch, they eat bread, dinner, they eat hot meal, and supper, they eat bread most of the time and they have this traditional whether it's um, Friday or Saturday they they gonna eat tacos Norwegian taco actually it's not Mexican taco 
So they always are having this some taco chapati. I don't know how can I call it. I don't know what to call it, but I, when I say taco, you understand it a bit better. Um, there's something that it's like uh, round. They just roll it around and then you put some meat. If it's chicken meat, they put some salad, maize, and they put um, yogurt, maybe lamb yogurt, and they put taco sauce. They put cheese in it and they put uh, tomatoes. They put uh, onions and then you eat. It's quite delicious. That was the first food that I ever liked. It was challenging to sleep because of the time different. When I arrived here, it was spring and uh, it was autumn, autumn actually. Spring, uh, it was spring, yes. No, it was fall, not, uh, it was fall. And in that fall, uh, it was a bit, uh, the sun goes down at 11 o'clock in the in night almost midnight it's 11 o'clock then the sun goes down and as we in, in my country because we're in equator area equatorial area uh, that zone we sleep by the sun goes down and we wake up by the sun goes up so here when i came at the first it was three and then i had to stay up until uh, 11 to eight the sun goes down and then you go to sleep but by the time i realized it was 3 a.m. in night. Then I go to sleep while everybody already slept. So it was quite challenging to me to adjust myself to know that I can sleep with time, not with sun. And that was a bit challenging area that I ever faced. But actually it was good. Uh, it, it's becoming better and better because you adjust and then you have to start language. It was awful at the first because you don't understand the language. You need some services in the shop. So you had to drag one of the Norwegian students to go with you. And then you can buy things. Sometimes you need something to find, but you have to speak it in Norwegian so they can understand what you want. Uh, in a supermarket like uh, Rematusen or Extra uh, or Extra Coop Mega so it was good experience actually uh, and I've learned a lot so in my voluntary time because I am a volunteer uh, at organizations in, in, in my home country and and this uh, when I came here in Norway, we come we come we came with this Trauma Foundation program called Act Now Exchange Program, or in Norwegian called Stroma Stiftelsen. Uh, I mean Stroma Stiftelsen, or Stroma Stiftelsen. Yeah, that was hard. And then, so we had a voluntary trips. Uh, we went to Hagesund. I kind of actually roam around a little bit in Norway, so I know some of areas. It's quite a beautiful country. Oh my God. It's cold country, and it's have a dry humidity. It's have fresh air, and it's uh, environmental, environment friendly. It's very good because they they now use uh, they try to reduce using petroleum and diesel cars, and now they have they they start to use electricity. And the most amazing thing that I have found interesting when they use electricity buses. That goes to the town and goes all over in a bit of town. Uh, except those uh, buses goes from 
from another city to another city to city those are using diesel or petroleum i think so it was good uh, it was hard to make friends though it was hard to make friends first day at school uh, the norwegians don't like to speak that much so if you don't approach them they will just shut up so you better be really needy person to be more approached to them so they can get used to you. They're not person to get contact to to get easily contact with them, and they don't yeah, they don't like to disturb others. So to approach you, they feel like they will disturb you somehow, and and they think that you if you approach them you then you feel like you will disturb them somehow so it's kind of a game challenging but it was it is a good experience actually and it was nice and i have been in different places and as i work in this school and my time here now it's finished so the main purpose of starting this podcast uh, because now let's go back to the main point of me uh, starting this podcast I started this podcast because um, I want to share my experience and not only share my experience because I as a youth I believe as youth we have the power to change the world so I will use this podcast shows to make you as my listener or my podcast subscriber to understand more about how word people word our voluntary word works because even when we are living in in the world we still volunteer in it because we do work for free from it though we get money but it's a voluntary work that we do so here you will get a chance to learn different things mm, uh, from starting next week because this podcast will go online in every monday and friday so we will have five session and in each session we will uh, we will uh, some of the sessions we will have interviews and we will have different topic according to the to the audience approach uh, and if you are interested we will have some music we will have some wise word of the day and i we will have a lot of things actually it's going to be fun and i'm going to have my co-host which is not here right now So in my first episode I was like to talk, to be more uh, to be more to you uh, to be more close to you to be close to you so you can understand the person that who speaks is who and I would like to know more about you too so to get close to each other I have to be like this so I have to speak myself to, so to you to know me in order to trust me you know you have to earn trust sometimes yeah yeah so At now it's the end of my first my very first podcast and my podcast name called The Morning Mystery. You can find it here in Castbox or mm, soon it will be available on Spotify and iTunes very soon and I will uh, give you the I will give you the information if that will be uh, possible. Uh, and if I get the possibility for me uh, to have that in those uh, platforms so all in all i would like to thank you and i i really recommend you to subscribe to support 
the other youth uh, to support youth and support us and support me on this podcast to do it very well because it was one of my, my school project though but and I, I got interested more in this because I wanted to, to, to teach the world what I have I want to share with you what I have and I want to contribute to my society which I believe uh, even when I speak here I know a million people out there if even one people heard this and share with another one it would be it be the way that I can contribute without reaching physically but I can reach you with my with your mind so all in all I would like to say very, thank you so much for listening from the beginning of my first episode until the end and I will end with the wise word or um from the Mahat, from Mahatma Gandhi the first president of India he said um you can't lose when you give but you can you can lose uh, when you don't give because uh, when you give you don't lose you invest and but if you don't give but you just want to to get it all you're going to lose because you will have it and you don't give it you will always lose so all in all um i would like to thank you again please subscribe to my my podcast and my language is uh, my english language now is not quite good yet because i'm struggling a little bit because i understand norwegian more right now so please be with me because i'm i know i'm going to improve again on my english again because i have norwegian so it's hard to, a little bit to, to interpret all those languages in my head but i'm doing my best but i need all support that i can get from you and thank you for being with me from the first second of this podcast the podcast name called morning mystery please share to your friends and families this podcast because there are a lot that is coming to this podcast see you in the next episode